We're learning the past uh, the past few days. We started this this Maimer from Yakimer Shachtar and the Indian of Elul, and he's explaining to us the, the strong kesha that there is between the Indian of Elul and Shuva, and he's explaining between the Torah Aleph in Lakutimaran, and really he's not focusing on the whole Torah at length. He's really just focusing on part of it. We explained yesterday about the Indian of Noyach and Chain, and how a person has to have Naicha, a person has to be calm when it comes to the Indian of Tshuva. Many times a person gets very mobile, a person gets very confused and overwhelmed when it comes to the Indian of Tshuva and trying to fix themselves up and change themselves. Like the Rambam says, you've got to be somebody totally different than the Acher when you come into Yom Kippur. So a person has to know how to be able to do it calmly. That's the Indian of Noyach, the Indian of Chain, when a person knows how to have that Yishiv Adas to be able to be balanced. And he goes right there with the same, with the same Kuda. This is what we talking about the, yesterday and, the, and two days before, which is the memory of Rabbi Barbachana that we saw in Baba Basra. We're on Ayin Gimel, where Rabbi Barbachana said the story that Rabbi Barbachana was on the ship, and there was a massive wave that was going to overtake the ship and knock over the ship. And Rabbi Barbachana said that he stopped the wave. He was able to save the whole ship from getting overturned by hitting it with a stick that said in it, Ekya Ekya. So Zakter Biakameir, he goes weiter in, in, and this is based on what Nachman explains, the, the story over there, that if you look clear, uh, carefully at the story, it doesn't just say that there was a wave. It says that there was a wave that had on the top of the wave a white flame, a white fire. Zakter Nachman, what does it mean? Okay, a, a wave we understand. A wave we explained already yesterday means the Sahara. That's Mayim Rabim, that's the tremendous waters of Taiva that try to overtake the ship and turn it over. But why does Rabbi Barbachana say that there was a white fire at the head of the wave? The way, what the Yetzirah does, and this is such a, it, it's such a, uh, the trick of the Yetzirah that gets it so confusing to try to figure out, and we can be able to talk about it, how you're able to be mavchen between when it's the Yetzirah and when, the, when it's the Yetzirah Taiv. What the Yetzirah does many, many times is he begins, and Dafka the beginning, we'll talk about why Dafka the beginning, but he begins with mitzvahs. He begins not trying to get you to do Averis. The Yetzirah comes to a Yid. The Yetzirah knows you're good, nice, from Yid. There's no way you're going to do an Averis. You're, you're not ready to do an Averis. You're not holding there yet. So what the Yetzirah does, the Yetzirah begins with mitzvahs. Do a mitzvah that you're not supposed to be doing right now. Right? The, you know, the common example is a person you know, needs to go out to Davin Mincha. His wife needs help with the kids. And I have to go to Davin Mincha, right? So again, could be there is a time for that. And that's what Yaakov will talk about. How you know when Yitak is supposed to be davening Mincha. When you're not supposed to davening Mincha. But right away, the Yitzhak says, what do you mean? Mincha, Shkia, right? Bal Shkia. You, you have to go out. Ah, your wife needs help? Okay, but my wife has to wait. The Rabbanisham is waiting for me. So my wife will wait well, they're all, instead of the Rabbanisham waiting. And, and it gets very confusing because maybe that's the Yitzhak who's telling you, yeah, you've got to daven Mincha. You don't want to daven Pashkia. And maybe it's the Yitzhak who's telling you just you want to get out of helping your wife, and instead of going to the minion ten minutes later, you'd rather just go to this minion now. And you want to come to, to you know to go learn somewhere, and you're not sure: am I supposed to be learning now? Or am I supposed to be helping my family? It gets very, very confusing. But that's the haschal of the Yetzirah. And then once the Yetzirah gets you to do that, and then you end up fooling, and then you end up doing that which you're not supposed to do in the world of mitzvahs, so then he can get you to do averus already. But the haschal of the Yetzirah, that's why it's the head of the wave. It's the top of the wave. The wave represents the Yetzirah. The top of the Yetzirah. The way the Yetzirah begins, it begins with mitzvahs, and that's why it's that's why it's a white fire. White always represents purity. Right? Represents him kipper. Love, love and represents the, the the color which is everything's pure, everything's good. There's no evil. But the Yetzirah represents itself as being totally good, but ultimately what it's trying to do is knock the whole ship over. Like the Balshemta, the Helig Balshemta, very, very famously told us, and it's brought in Ben Paris Yosef, Shemata Memorif, and the Balshemta, that the Gemara and Shabbos, Tafayin, hey, ask Shechem and Shemai Mechayev. Why is it Shechem What What, what is, Isser is there in Shechting an animal? So Zakdemar, two, two days. Either Mishem Tseveya, because of coloring, that when you Shechting animal, you take a sheep and you Shech the sheep, automatically the wool of the sheep 
is going to become red. Of course, even the Manda Amr that holds that your Chayvalt's Nitil's Neshama also agrees that this Tzeveya is also dying that takes place. You're also dying the will of the animal, but he also says Nitil's Neshama. Zak Taisis, this is a one line Taisis on the bottom of the Amid. Taisis says, Sheikhe, a Sheikhe da Almakai. Taisa says that the sheikh that they were asking, Sheikh Mishamay Machayev, is not asking on the Sheikh of the Mishnah. Right? Because the Mishnah, when the Mishnah is giving over, that's it's in Qual God, the Mishnah is giving over all the Lama Tes Malachis, the Mishnah lists Sheikh. But Zak Taisa says it can't be talking about the the, the Kasha of the Gemara, Sheikh Mishamay Machayev, can't be asking why is a Sheikh Chayev. Because the, and the answer is Tseveya and Atil Sashama. Because the Gemara over there lists in one of the Lama Tes Malachis Tseveya. That's one of the basic Lama Tes Malachis. So Sheikh, obviously, is not referring to the Sheikh of the Mishnah. Zakta Yisvis, Sheikh and a Sheikh of the Almakai. It's talking about the, the other Sheikh, not the Sheikh that's mentioned in the Mishnah, but in general, why would a Sheikh be Chayiv? Is there any other reasons why Sheikh is Chayiv? Zakta Bal Shemtiv, what does Taisis mean to say? And again, this is, it's a Pashta Zach, I think, to all of us, but it's important to understand this. It's like this, you know, many times we think, this is one of the, one of the milas that Ravina Navashi did, is they put a Gadata into the Gemaras. Why did they put a Gadata in the Gemaras? So when we're in Yeshiva, we think that, okay, this is like, he was like a little break from like Ian, and he like, you go through it quickly and as quickly as possible, and you move fast and you try to get past the Gadata back to the real Ian, the thing that's Kishman. The Ravina Navashi weren't like, that's time that they put a conversation in that they were having. They're like, you know what? Probably people would find this conversation interesting about these stories of Rabbi Barbachana or, you know, some nice, interesting stories about tzedakah and smack in the middle of They understood that when they're putting a gata in, they put it in because they want us to become better people. They want us to understand that Avada, there's a musr, there's a gemara, there's ian, there's halacha, but you also have to have as part of that, you have to have, you have, to have musr. You have to have those in yanim, which you understand that there's something going on. You have to make yourself into an Adam HaShalim. So there's an Adam HaShalim which happens in, you know, the Torah, the learning of the Torah itself. And then there's the Adam HaShalim which also comes from learning and understanding that God and recognizing what's taking place. You have the Maral Chadush HaGadus, you have the Mashal Chadush HaGadus, who explained to us that these are not just stories, right? They're not, you learn through a God, I was just learning brachas with somebody. You learn through a God and it's like, these stories are very way out and it's very unclear what, like, what's the point of the Gemara. So generally what we do is, okay, I don't know, it's nice, it's a gadda, it's quick, it's easy, fakir. A gadda has in it the most aymik because it's there for a person to be misakin himself. It's there to, as you're learning, stop, be misbainin, recognize the Rabbanisham, and recognize what does the Rabbanisham want from you. But the etzim, it goes even one step weiter, that really all of Gemara is like that also. And all of Nigla also has a panemius inside of it. So here you have a Gemara, which is not a gadda. It's, it's a, it's a Pasha Gemara, Lamatas Malachas, why is a Sheikh Machayim? Why would you shech an animal yechayev? Two days in the two days in the Gemara, and a Taisus who says sheche b'shemay mechayev sheche da sheche da sheche da alma koi. Zakta b'shemtiv is a pnimi is taking place also hidden underneath these two manda amrim. And what sheche tzchayev is also a pnimi of what does it mean a sheche? And what does Taisus mean when it says sheche da alma? Zakta b'shemtiv that sheche da alma means the yitzara. He is sheche da alma. Sheche da alma could either be literally taich as the sheikh of the world, which means the other sheikh and not the sheikh of the Mishnah. No, 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 we're talking about the one who shechs the world. Who shechs the whole world? The Yetzara. The one who comes along and tries to destroy the world. He's the one that's destroying the world. means the Why is the Yetzara chayev? We know at the end of time, we say this in Chagadia, at the end of time, the Rosham is going to come. The Rosham is going to shech the Yetzara. What did the Yetzara do wrong? He's a malach from the Rabbanisham, right? The Baltania has a lashon that, that any time he does an Avera, he just has to stop and think that the Yetzirah has more amuna than you have. Baharai, the Yetzirah is doing what the Rabbanisham wants him to do, to get you to do an Avera. You're not doing what Hashem wants you to do. So the Yetzirah has more amuna than you'll ever have. 
Right? The Yitzhar has never failed for a second. He does exactly what the Rabbanish wants him to do. From the second he was created until the end of time, he's perfect. Yeah, he's a Malach. He's a Malach from the Rabbanish Shalom. So, Frech the Gemara, Sheichem Mishamayim Achayev. What does Sheichet, what did Yitzhar do wrong? The Sheichet Alma, Taisi says, what did Yitzhar do wrong that he's going to be Chayev? What does it mean? Coloring. Balshemtiv says that he colored himself over and made himself like the Yetzirah. Made himself look like the Yetzirah. If the Yetzirah comes along and says, "Listen, I'm the Yetzirah. I want you to do an avera. I want you to have tivus. I want you to do that which you're not supposed to do." Fine. Okay, he's doing his job. But the fact that the Yetzirah comes along and dresses up like the Yetzirah. That's already, that's already that's already beyond what he's supposed to be doing, right? You, okay, you can do it, right? The, 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 you know, the Rishonim even discuss what Pare did wrong. If the Rishonim sent this down to Mitzrayim, what? Because you can do things and you can do things that are above and beyond. You, nobody needs to go to Nimishur Sadin when it comes to enslaving Klal Yisrael. And the Yetzirah says, okay, the Rishonim tells the Yetzirah, you can do, you can show up like the Yetzirah, but showing up like the Yetzirah, making believe that you're trying to get a Yetzirah to do mitzvahs, that, that no one gave you the ability to, no one gave you the the job to do, and therefore Sheikhim Mishamayim Achayev. Why is the Yetzer Achayev? Mishim Tzeveah. Because he dresses up like the Yetzer Toiv, which is the greatest evil of the Yetzer Hara, and Mimela, that's why he's Chayev. Right? There's a Medrash that says that when, 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 when Yaakov Avinu is fighting with the Sarshal Esau, there's a Machlekes in the Medrash, either Nidmalaika Rasha, which is the way we, the pictures we drew and we're in, you know, the coloring books we drew in little kids, is that there's the, you know, Yaakov Avinu and the Sarshal Esau is like this terrible guy with horns and long hair and it looks like a, looks like a Russia. There's another man that the Medrash that says Nidmo like a tzaddik, that it came looking like a tzaddik. And Zakta Shemishmul, the Sachachava writes, it's a much, much harder, much harder battle for Yaakov Avinu to fight when he thinks he's fighting a tzaddik. If you're fighting a Russia, it's very easy, you know. You know who your opponent is. When you don't know who your opponent is, you don't know who's the enemy and who's your friend, that's when it gets very confusing. That's what the Yetzirah does. All the way to the top of the wave, before you get stuck, drowned in the wave. And we'll see that that's really what ultimately flips over the whole ship. At the top of the wave is white fire. Something that looks like, I, don't, I think this is good. It seems like this is Ratzon Hashem, but is it really Ratzon Hashem? And that's where it gets so confusing. And Memela, that's what the Yetzirah does. He just wants to fool a person. You have to grab onto Hashem and, and, and hold onto the Tmimus and Pshitas of what does the Rabban Hashem want for me. Not what do I think Hashem wants me to really be able to work it through and that's why you have Rebbeim and Sikhs Chaverim and you have to have other people around you to make sure they're not getting caught up in the Tzaveh of the Yetzer but what does Hashem want? Right, Nassim writes in... in, in, in in Hilchas Min Chazayin, he writes that the Yitzhar has two ways that he can attack a person. He can either attack a person in a Pasha way, by telling Yid, you know, do, you know, do, do that which is wrong. The Yitzhar could also attack a person by, by ramping up the Eslavos and the Avoidah that a person has. Which means a person comes and tells him, a person's like, I want to change, I want to, I want to make some, you know, new Kabbalahs. The Yitzhar says, no, no, no. You want to change? You can't just change a little bit. You got to change mamish everything. You have to become an iachar. You have to become somebody different. You have to change your mitzvahs completely. So what the Yetzirah does is the Yetzirah ramps up our energy. And instead of like saying, okay, I'm going to learn like a blot today, the Yetzirah says, want a five blot? And you're like, wow, this must be the Yetzirah Toif telling me I should learn five blot. Really? It's not the Yetzirah Toif. Really, it's the Yetzirah Haru who's telling you to learn five blot because you're not going to get through five blot and you're going to get through a half a blot and you're going to, or you're going to get through two blot and you're going to feel like a failure. And then tomorrow you're like, why should I even try? Because I'm going to get through anything. As opposed to if you did a block today, you'll do a block tomorrow. So the Yetzar, he says it. If, if, you're, if you're just a regular guy, the Yetzar attacks you with easy, easy ammunition. That which is very obvious is ammunition. But if you fight, start fighting back, then the Yetzar has to up his game. How does he up his game? By coming to you and showing you things that look like they're mitzvahs, but they're the ultimate of And one of the ways he does that is, and, and that's why, you know, many of the, uh, you talk to, uh, I think many of us feel a tremendous amount of 
anxiety and tension when it comes to Elul and we feel unhealthy feelings of like, I don't know, it's overwhelming, I don't want to do this, it's too much, and, and, and there's such expectations of what I'm supposed to be, and if I don't do it, then I'm going to burn in Gehenna, and Rosh Hashanah's coming, and it's, it, all that comes from the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah says, okay, El is coming, it's a time of opportunity, but if I ramp up the expectations that you have for yourself to a place where they're un, unhealthy, it's not automatically you're going to fall. Right, somebody gave me a muscle one time. He said, you know, somebody's running, somebody's running, and he's running on a track, and you want to stop the guy. So you can either just get in his way and try to stop him. Okay, maybe he'll go around you, maybe he'll, you know, but if the guy's running quickly, the easiest way to stop him is by push him a little bit. Right, from the back, you push him, he'll fall much quicker than if you try to stop him head on. Try to stop him head on, the guy's running, the guy has momentum. If you just flip him just from the side a little bit, he'll get mamish thrown off balance. Why? Because what he's doing is he's running so quickly that the own momentum, his own momentum of him, of him running, plus that little extra push beyond what he's capable of doing, will just knock him on the floor. Right, he said even in boxing, he told me even in boxing, what, what, one of the things they try to teach you to do is that instead of just blocking the punch that, the, that, that your opponent throws at you, try to take his punch when he throws at you with all the energy he throws at you, grab the punch and then flip him over with, with his own punch. Right, knock him, which means knock him off of his feet with the energy that he puts into it. That's, that's the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah says instead of, instead of trying to block the guy and then throwing a punch back, let me take the good energy that this guy has when he's fighting me and just say, hey, I have good energy, go a little bit further, a little bit lighter, beyond what you could do, and then you fall totally flat on your face, and the answer says, okay, now that you're on your face, now that you're flat on your face, now you can do our favors already, because now anyways you fell, now anyways you're all, all the way in the bottom. And that's what the HR does, it's such a, it's such a this, is why he's, this is why he's chayev, because it's so cunning, and it's so, it's so hard to be mafchen between, between taiv and ra, this is what other Mauritian dealt with, you know, with eating from the Eitzadas, all, all real things, you know, Nassim writes over there in, 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 in in Elchas Minchi, right? So that's the whole Indian of the eagle, right? What, what Klai used to do with the eagle? They had such a slavas. They wanted to connect to the Rambam so badly that what they ended up doing is they ended up creating a chata eagle, right? It, it was too much. The, the, the desire to connect to the Rambam was like, Moshe Rabbeinu is not here for one day. Okay, can you wait till tomorrow? No, we can't wait. We need, we need a Rebbe. We need a Rebbe. We need something. And, and Aaron told them, Chagla Shemacher, wait till tomorrow morning. He thought that that would hold them off. But Afal and the slavas was so big it ended, up, it ended up harming them. Instead of being good, it ended up harming them, right? I told someone, if, if, if you have, you know, you have somebody who's a, a fresh balchuba, balchuba for like four or five months, and, and his, you know, his Rebbe mamish like took him from, you know, college campus and brought him, and now he's sending him to yeshiva, and then his Rebbe's like suddenly has a heart attack and nifter, right? No, so the guy's like mamish stuck. So he, his whole world is now turned on his head. He started becoming from, he started like getting into Yiddishkeit. He's ready to go to yeshiva, ready to put some filling every day. It, he's gonna do whatever he could to find another Rebbe as soon as possible. Because he, the guy's on fire, like he, he's mamish dear. He's like, you can't just drop him off now. And he just feels like I have to find someone. Now what may end up happening is I have to find someone so that someone may not be the proper person for him. And Fakir, instead of helping him grow, the person will end up pushing him down because I, I, I just can't be without a Rebbe. My Rebbe's everything. And, and there's this tremendous Islamus that he says, I can't go a day without a Rebbe. Whoever's gonna be my Rebbe, whoever's gonna help me, I'm gonna take. Now, that's not the right thing to do because ultimately it needs proper, you know, Havchana to be able to decide who's the right person. But Shainkin, somebody who doesn't have over, you know, overabundance of Islamus, somebody's able to be more balanced, that Indian of the Noyach, Naicha is able to say, okay, let me think about it. Let me, let me check this person out. Is he the right person for me? Is he the right Rebbe for me? Able to do things slowly. But Klal Yisrael, the Chet Egal, it's such a Slavos. They just came down from Maimed Sinai. They were on fire. But what the Yetzirah said is, you're on fire, but how are you going to be without Moshe Rabbeinu for a day? You can't be. So you have to create some sort of medium. They create the Chet Egal. That's what ends up happening. That's why Abnasen writes that that's why the whole ticket for the Chet Egal is Binyin Mishkan, And Binyin Mishkan comes to Machsa Shekel. Machsa Shekel means balance. It means balance. Not too much, not too little. It's half. 
It's exactly half. And it's not a lot. Maksar Shaka is not a lot of money. But the way you build a Mishkan after the Cheta Egel is with balance. Not with overabundance and a Slavas, because that's the Yetzirah sometimes. Again, there are times when it's the Yetzirah, but it's also could be the Yetzirah where he ramps it up, he pushes you and gets the energy so strong that Mamela person just says, you end up falling into the Cheta Egel. So that, that's, where, that's where Nachman writes. That you have to recognize what the Yetzirah is trying to do, especially when it comes to the avoid of Tshuva and El, to be able to do with balance, with Naicha, to be able to say, okay, let me go into this with a healthy state of mind and a way where I'm going to grow from it and not in a way where it's going to drag a person down. We'll see. Mr. Shem is going to give us some other examples of what the Yetzirah tries to do and how he tries to do it in a way which is white fire, but at the end of the day, it's just a big wave which is coming to knock off the whole show.